Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the entire Bible each year based on the weekly Torah portions. I am Harriet and I will be your reader today. And I will be reading for the 18th of March or the 25th of Adar on the Hebrew calendar, which is a Shabbat and which is called Shabbat HaChodesh because it is the Sabbath of the new month. This is the last day of the parasha we've had this week, two different ones. Vayachel, he assembled, and Pekudei, countings. Today in history of Shabbat HaChodesh, Shabbat of the new month, is the last Sabbath before the month of Nisan, during which Passover is celebrated. A special reading of Exodus 12, 1-20, with instructions for Passover, is added. Traditionally, it was also during this time that God gave Israel their first Torah commandment, the sanctification of the new moon, in Exodus 12, 1 and 2, thus making Nisan the first month of the spiritual calendar for Israel. Also, King Jehoiachin is brought out of prison, apparently to be fully released two days later. And that can be read in Jeremiah 52 and also in 2 Kings 25. Quote, in the 12th month, on the 25th of the month, that evil Merodach, king of Babel, in the first year of his reign, showed favor to Jehoiachin, king of Yehuda, and brought him out of prison. Before we start reading for um, the Shabbat from the Torah, we will bless the Lord and thank him for giving us his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our master. So we will start with Exodus or Shemot chapter 40. Then the Lord spoke to Moshe saying, On the first day of the first month you shall raise up the tabernacle of the tent of meeting. You shall put the ark of the covenant in it and you shall screen the ark with a parochet. You shall bring in the table and set in order the things that are on it. You shall bring in the menorah and light its lamps. You shall set the golden altar for incense before the Ark of the Covenant and put the screen of the door to the tabernacle. You shall set the altar of burnt offering before the door of the tabernacle of the tent of meeting. You shall set the basin between the tent of meeting and the altar and put water in it. You shall set up the court around it and hang up the screen of the gate of the court. You shall take the anointing oil and anoint the tabernacle and all that is in it and shall make it holy and all its furniture and it will be holy. You shall anoint the altar of burnt offering with all its vessels and sanctify the altar and the altar will be most holy. You shall anoint the basin and its base and sanctify it. You shall bring Aharon and his sons to the door of the tent of meeting and shall wash them with water. 
You shall put on Aharon the holy garments, and you shall anoint him and sanctify him, that he may minister to me as a Kohen. You shall bring his sons and put tunics on them, and anoint them, as you anointed their father, that they may minister to me as Kohanim. Their anointing shall be to them for an everlasting priesthood throughout their generations. Moshe did so according to all that the Lord commanded him, so he did. And it came to pass in the first month, in the second year, on the first day of the month, that the tabernacle was raised up. Moshe raised up the tabernacle and laid its sockets and set up its boards and put in its bars and raised up its pillars. He spread the covering over the tent and put the roof of the tabernacle above on it, as the Lord had commanded Moshe. He took and put the covenant into the ark and set the poles on the ark and put the mercy seat above on the ark. He brought the ark into the tabernacle and set up the parochet of the screen, and screened the Ark of the Covenant, as the Lord commanded Moshe. He put the tabernacle, excuse me, he put the table in the tent of meeting on the north side of the tabernacle, outside of the parochet. He set the bread in order on it before the Lord, as the Lord commanded Moshe. He put the menorah in the tent of meeting, opposite the table, on the south side of the tabernacle. And he lit the lamps before the Lord, as the Lord commanded Moshe. He put the golden altar in the tent of meeting, in front of the parochet, and he burned incense of sweet spices on it, as the Lord commanded Moshe. He put up the screen of the door to the tabernacle. He set the altar of burnt offering at the door of the tabernacle of the tent of meeting, and offered on it burnt offering and the grain offering, as the Lord commanded Moshe. He set the basin between the tent of meeting and the altar, and put water therein, with which to wash. Moshe, Aharon, and his sons washed their hands and their feet there. When they went into the tent of meeting, and when they came near to the altar, they washed, as the Lord commanded Moshe. He raised up the court around the tabernacle and the altar and set up the screen of the gate of the court. So Moshe finished the work. Then the cloud covered the tent of meeting and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. Moshe was not able to enter the tent of meeting because the cloud stayed on it and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. When the cloud was taken up from over the tabernacle, the sons of Israel went onward throughout all their journeys. But if the cloud was not taken up, then they did not travel until the day that it was taken up. For the cloud of the Lord was on the tabernacle by day, and there was a fire in the cloud by night, in the sight of all the house of Israel throughout all their journeys." That was Exodus or Shemot chapter 40. And that finishes our reading of this book from the Torah. And when we have finished one of these books, we say, Chatzak, Chatzak, Vinitzachek. 
Be strong, be strong, and let us be strengthened. So tomorrow we will start with the next book, with Leviticus. Now we will be reading the second reading from the Torah today because of the Rosh Chodesh, the new month. And we will read, actually it's not about the new month and new moon. This is actually the extra instructions about Pesach. Then we will read about the new moon after that. So first Exodus chapter 12 verses 1 through 20 we will read about the instructions for Passover or Pesach. Now the Lord spoke to Moshe and Aharon in the land of Mitzrayim, saying, This month shall be to you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Speak to all the congregation of Israel, saying, On the tenth day of this month they shall take to them every man a lamb, according to their father's houses, a lamb for a household. And if the household is too little for a lamb, then he and his neighbor next to his house shall take one according to the number of the souls. You shall make your count for the lamb according to what everyone can eat. Your lamb is to be without blemish, a male, a year old. You shall take it from the sheep or from the goats. You shall keep it until the fourteenth day of the same month, and the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it at evening. They shall take some of the blood and put it on the two doorposts and on the lintel of the houses in which they shall eat it. They shall eat the meat on that night, roasted with fire, with matzah and maror they shall eat it. Do not eat it raw or boiled at all with water, but roasted with fire, with its head, its legs, and its inner parts. You shall let nothing of it remain until the morning, but that which remains of it until the morning you shall burn with fire. This is how you shall eat it, with your belt on your waist, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand, and you shall eat it in haste. It is the Pesach of the Lord. For I will go through the land of Mitzrayim in that night and will strike all the firstborn in the land of Mitzrayim, both man and animal. And I will execute judgments against all the gods of Mitzrayim. I am the Lord. The blood shall be to you for a token on the houses where you are. When I see the blood, I will pass over you, and no plague will be on you to destroy you when I strike the land of Mitzrayim. This day shall be a memorial for you. You shall keep it as a feast to the Lord. And you shall keep it as a feast throughout your generations by an ordinance forever. Seven days you shall eat matzah, but on the first day you must remove chametz from your houses. For whoever eats chametz from the first day until the seventh day, that soul shall be cut off from Israel. On the first day you should hold a holy assembly and another holy assembly on the seventh. No kind of work shall be done on them, except what it is to be eaten by every person, 
only that may be done by you. And you shall observe the feast of Matzot, for in this same day I have brought your armies out of the land of Mitzrayim. Therefore you shall observe this day throughout your generations by an ordinance forever. In the first month, on the fourteenth day of the month at evening, you shall eat matzah until the twenty-first day of the month at evenings. For seven days no chametz is to be found in your houses. For whoever eats chametz, that soul shall be cut off from the congregation of Israel, whether he is a foreigner or one who is born in the land. Eat nothing with chametz in it. In all your dwellings you shall eat matzah. That was Exodus or Shemot 12, 1 through 20. Now we have our Haftarah reading, and that will be from Ezekiel chapter 45, verse 16 through chapter 46, and verse 18. All the people of the land shall give to this offering for the prince in Israel. It shall be the prince's part to give the burnt offerings, the grain offerings, and the drink offerings in the feasts, and on Rosh Chodesh, and on Shabbats. In all the appointed feasts of the house of Israel, he shall prepare the sin offering, the grain offering, the burnt offering, and the peace offerings, to make atonement for the house of Israel. This is what the Lord, the Lord says, In the first month, on the first day of the month, you shall take a young bull without blemish, and you shall cleanse the sanctuary. The Kohen shall take of the blood of the sin offering, and put it on the doorposts of the house, and on the four corners of the ledge of the altar, and on the posts of the gate of the inner court. So you shall do on the seventh day of the month for everyone who errs, and for him who is simple, so you shall make atonement for the house. In the first month, on the fourteenth day of the month, you shall have the Pesach, a feast of seven days. Matzah shall be eaten. On that day the prince shall prepare for himself and for all the people of the land a bull for a sin offering. The seven days of the feast he shall prepare a burnt offering to the Lord, seven bulls and seven rams without blemish, on each of the seven days, and a male goat daily for a sin offering. He shall prepare a grain offering, an ephah for a bull, and an ephah for a ram, and a hin of oil to an ephah. In the seventh month, on the fifteenth day of the month, in the feast, he shall do like that for seven days, according to the sin offering, according to the burnt offering, and according to the grain offering, and according to the oil. This is what the Lord, the Lord says. The gate of the inner court that looks toward the east shall be shut the six working days, but on the Sabbath day it shall be opened, and on the day of Rosh Chodesh it shall be opened. The prince shall enter by way of the porch of the gate outside, and shall stand by the post of the gate. And the Kohanim shall prepare his burnt offering and his peace offerings, and he shall worship at the threshold of the gate. Then he shall go out, 
but the gate shall not be shut until the evening. The people of the land shall worship at the door of that gate before the Lord on the Shabbats and on Rosh Chodesh. The burnt offering that the prince shall offer to the Lord shall be on the Shabbat day six lambs without blemish and a ram without blemish. And the grain offering shall be an ephah for the ram and a grain offering for the lambs as he is able to give and a hin of oil to an ephah. On the day of Rosh Chodesh it shall be a young bull without blemish and six lambs and a ram, they shall be without blemish. He shall prepare a grain offering, an ephah for the bull and an ephah for the ram, and for the lambs according as he is able, and a hin of oil to an ephah. When the prince enters, he shall go in by the way of the porch of the gate, and he shall go out by its way. But when the people of the land come before the Lord in the appointed feasts, he who enters by the way of the north gate to worship shall go out by the way of the south gate, and he who enters by the way of the south gate shall go out by the way of the north gate. He shall not return by the way of the gate by which he came, but shall go out straight before him. The prince shall go in with them when they go in and when they go out. He shall go out. On the feasts and at the appointed times, the grain offering shall be an ephah for a bull and an ephah for a ram, and for the lambs as he is able to give, and a hin of oil to an ephah. Now, when the prince prepares a free will offering, a burnt offering, or peace offerings as a free will offering to the Lord, one shall open for him the gate that looks toward the east. And he shall prepare his burnt offerings and his peace offerings, as he does on the Shabbat day. Then he shall go out, and after his going out, one shall shut the gate. You shall prepare a lamb a year old without blemish for a burnt offering to the Lord daily. Morning by morning you shall prepare it. You shall prepare a grain offering with it morning by morning the sixth part of an ephah, and the third part of a hin of oil, to moisten the fine flour, a grain offering to the Lord continually by a perpetual ordinance. Thus they shall prepare the lamb, the grain offering, and the oil, morning by morning, for a continual burnt offering. This is what the Lord, the Lord says, If the prince gives a gift to any of his sons, it is his inheritance. It shall belong to his sons. It is their possession by inheritance. But if he gives of his inheritance a gift to one of his servants, it shall be his to the year of liberty. Then it shall return to the prince. But as for his inheritance, it shall be for his sons. The prince shall not take of the people's inheritance to thrust them out of their possession. He shall give inheritance to his sons out of his own possessions, that my people not each be scattered from his possession. That was Ezekiel or Yechetzkel 45:16 through 46:18. And now we have our final reading from the apostles, and we will read 
Colossians 2, 16 through 23. Therefore, let no one judge you in eating or drinking, or with respect to a feast day, or a Rosh Chodesh, or Shabbat, which are a shadow of the things to come. But the body is Messiah's. Let no one rob you of your prize by self-abasement and worshipping of the angels, dwelling in the things which he has not seen, vainly puffed up by his fleshly mind, and not holding firmly to the head, from whom all the body, being supplied and knit together through the joints and ligaments, grows with a growth that is from God. Therefore, if you died with Mashiach from the elements of the world, why, as though living in the world, do you subject yourselves to ordinances? Do not handle, do not taste, do not touch, all of which perish with use, according to the precepts and doctrines of men. These things indeed appear like wisdom in self-imposed worship, humility and severity to the body, but are not of any value against the indulgence of the flesh. That was Colossians chapter 2 verses 16 through 23. And that concludes our reading for this Shabbat. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I'm reading instead of Johanna for this Shabbat. She has been having a bad cough and has a hard time reading. So this is it for today. I wish you all a Shabbat Shalom from Israel. Until next time.